0: What is going on guys and welcome to episode number three of the coffee pod brought to you by maximal coffee co I am your host alex cosentino and I am an online fitness coach that specializes in helping young men gain 15 pounds of muscle And naturally increase their testosterone while only spending 2% of their week in the gym and eating a delicious flexible high fat diet To jump into this episode, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update on Maximal Coffee Co. As I do have some horrible news. Pure negligence on my part has caused this project to be delayed at least another additional eight weeks. So we were getting really close. We were about three weeks away from this point. Um, But unfortunately, I made a mistake and I just made an assumption instead of asking for clarification. And I made the wrong assumption. So that is on me. Um, I apologize to everyone who's been waiting for the coffee. I know there's a lot of pre-orders that people are waiting for. So that is on me, my apologies. Um, but trust me once it comes, it will be worth it. And I do thank you greatly for your support. Um, moving on from that in terms of coaching, great news starting next week. I will be taking applications once again. Um, I was, I did close my applications for a while, but I am ready to take on some new clients who are willing to put in the work, and greatly increase their muscle mass, reduce their fat, increase their testosterone, and not have to spend a disgusting amount of time in the gym with a bunch of sweaty people that you do not like. All right, and now moving into this episode, we are going to be talking about the sexiest part of a man's body, the back. That is from a TikTok trend that was going on a few months ago. Um, The back, this is a... Somewhat complicated muscle group to train. So the reason why it's so difficult for a lot of people to really develop their back and the muscles in their back is because, quite simply, you can't see it, (laughs) right? It's a lot simpler than it seems. But yeah, if you can't see the muscle group that you're training, a lot of people have a more difficult time developing that mind-to-muscle connection so they don't know which muscles to think about. And then on top of that, there's so many muscles in the back. So again, that mind-muscle connection becomes a little bit more difficult. Where are you thinking that you're training? What are you focusing on contracting? That is all very important. Those are important parts for you to be able to build any muscle to ensure that you're getting as as much as you possibly can from that muscle group. So with that being said, why is having a strong back super important well first of all let's be honest it's aesthetic as hell it looks amazing that is how you get your v taper the v those wide lats that come down into your waist that is built from the back of course it's also going to help with your posture of course it's also going to help with your posture and it is going to help greatly with the amount of power that you're able to generate for other lifts such as deadlifts squats and believe it or not even bench press although there's no true power movement for your back it does assist in quite a bit as it allows you to stay braced when you're pulling these other big movements so that's why the back is important let's get down into the dirty work we're going to learn a little bit of anatomy right now i want you to imagine a back in your head right now imagine an anatomy chart we're going to be working from the top to the bottom, so starting at the top of your back, this is the traps. So these are those big uh, muscles that you can actually see from the front when you have big upper traps. So this muscle actually has three heads. You have your upper trap, mid trap, and your lower trap actually goes down the middle of your back all the way down to around the center of your um, thoracic spine. So this muscle, in order to train it to its fullest you do need to focus on all three separate heads of this muscle so to work that upper head of the trap what you have to do is really it's a lot of shrugs Um, that's what's really going to focus on that upper trap a lot of people I'd say that the average person actually has an over dominant upper trap so that's why shrugs may not be necessary for everybody I would only suggest it if you feel as though you specifically have small traps. If you feel as though your traps are proportionate to the rest of your body, then I don't think shrugs are really a necessary thing for you to add. Um, But of course, that is just my opinion. Next, for the mid traps, what you're going to do for these ones, and you're going to find this to be a common theme for all of our upper mid-back muscles, as there's quite a few of them. So for the mid-traps, you're going to perform rows, any sort of rowing movement where your elbows are up nice and high, okay? So anything where the bar or the handles that you're rowing or dumbbells that you're rowing ends somewhere around your nipples or your mid-chest, okay? That is how we're going to target the mid-traps. And then for the lower traps, it's a little bit tricky. Um, An exercise such as laying supermans, um, Y-raises, things like that, which do also target the the, uh, the delts as well, that is how you're going to get a lot more of that uh, lower trap. Now to move into the rest of that upper mid-back, we're going to be really focusing on the rhomboids. That's probably the muscle that most people are familiar with, so that's the one that I will be referring to. So again, any sort of rowing movement is going to get the rhomboids. With this muscle, what you really have to do is focus on squeezing those shoulder blades together. Okay, That's how you're going to get that full contraction of the rhomboid, as that is their purpose, is to squeeze those shoulder blades together. So the rhomboids, um, and then like I said, there's quite a few other smaller muscles that are included in this group that also contribute to that um, retraction of of the shoulder blades next we're going to talk about the tear the teres major and minor so this one is a little bit tricky um an exercise that everyone would think is for the lats being a prone grip lat pull down so prone grip meaning that your palms are facing down or in this case your palms are facing in front of you um so this actually does quite a bit of work for the teres major and minor um and not as it does a little bit for the lats, uh, but not as much for the lats as we would like to believe as it's intended to uh, perform. So that's how you hit the Terry's major and minor. Pretty simple lat pull downs with your elbows coming not so much back, but um, straight down. I would say to your sides, um, and then we got the lats. So the lats. There are forms of lat pull-downs that will target the lats better. Um, so anything in a neutral grip would be better for those lats. And that's really what's going to get the outside to really help you widen up. Um, and then in order to get those lats popping from the front, this one might be a little bit of bro science. Um, but I can't find anyone with big lats that disagrees with me. So um, any sort of lat pullover movement... Um, is what's really going to bring out those lats from the front so you can really see that v taper from the front of your body as well as the back and then any sort of supinated grip pull down so anything where your palms are facing you as you pull down this is going to um, get a little bit more of that lower lat um, and help with the thickness of the lats. Now again, in terms of, with my terminology, it might be a little bit of bro science, but again, I can't find anyone with big lats that disagrees with me on these things. Um, and then of course we have the bottom of the back, the lower back, this is your erectors. So this one might be a little bit tricky, as a lot of people feel as though their erectors may be a problem, the erector spinae may be a little bit of a problem for them, which is not necessarily true. Um, what happens with a lot of people is if they have tight glutes and hamstrings, their erectors end up taking a lot of the burden from those muscles. So that's why you end up getting a sore lower back. It's very rare that the low back is the actual problem. Of course, it does happen in some cases, but it is, um, quite rare. It's more common for the hamstrings and glutes to be causing the problem. So a lot of people avoid training their erectors because of this. So how do you train your erectors? Um, Deadlifts, of course, would be good. Anything where you're essentially making your body erect. So deadlifts, um, if you want to take the glutes and hamstrings out of that a little bit, then rack pulls would also be good. Um, Or just simple back extensions, right? Any exercise where you're doing that sort of movement will work those erector spinae. All right, I hope that this really benefited a lot of you. Um, Like I said, the main thing with the back is, the main problem a lot of people have with the back is that mind-muscle connection. So hopefully this podcast allowed you guys to be able to visualize things a little bit better in your back, which muscles do what, where you should be thinking when you're performing certain exercises and which exercises will actually help with certain muscles Um, and hopefully that can help you guys get that mind-muscle connection a little bit better um, to know exactly where to think, to know exactly why you're doing certain exercises. I hope you guys find this helpful. Make sure you share it with a friend with a small back, um, and leave a review for me as well, please, so that we can make sure that this podcast grows and can help as many people as possible. Until next time, bye!